Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. You may be asking yourself what Moonwalker Delta 8 is. Moonwalker is the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products, an emerging category pushing the boundaries of the cannabis plant. By expertly combining terpenes with complementary flavors, Moonwalker represents the absolute pinnacle of Delta 8 THC products, all engineered for pure bliss and joy. If you have any questions or concerns about the legality of Delta 8, please feel free to visit moonwalker.com backslash pages backslash legal. So you guys like coffee? Well, good, because we've partnered up with the best. Blackout Coffee Company is America's best small batch coffee. The true patriotic roasters of freedom nectar that lets you stay on your grind all day, every day. Blackout Coffee Company offers signature blends, single-serving coffee pods, and several types of loose teas. You can order those as needed, or you can join a monthly subscription. Head on over to CigarStoreIdiot.com, look for the Blackout Coffee Company link, and make sure you use promo code Rob. W10. That's R O B W10 for some immediate savings. This was never about money for us. It was about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins, we show them that the human spirit is still alive. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cigar Star Idiots. What is up with that? I'm Rob. I'm Arlo. I feel like well, like an old man that's got like uh, <laughs> sticky teeth. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man, gross. <laughs> Somebody's not eating breakfast right now. I hope not. <laughs> man, what's been going on? Oh, you know, just another day, another nickel. <laughs> with uh, Four cents of tax. Nickel. Nickel. <laughs> nickel. So... Um, well, we had the little Easter thing, uh, here recently. It was, uh, interesting when we had to tell our youngest daughter that Jesus rose from the grave or rose from his tomb. He did not prepare a roast in his tomb, what she thought we had said. I know I got that text and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I and can I'll, see where the, the, uh, not paying attention would come in, but. I was like, also be like, what? What? Yeah, they didn't have no roast in no tomb. I was like, maybe he was roasting people from the tomb. Yeah, no. He's like them gay ass soldiers over there, them goofy ass helmets on, <laughs> and feathers. Mary Magdalene's yeah. fat ass. <laughs> no. Shit, it's terrible. That's uh, terrible. It's terrible. That's terrible. Speaking of that's terrible, uh, did you, did you watch a Hawks game last night? Mm-mm. Okay, so. Hawks was playing in the 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 play in tournament against uh, the Heat. The Heat's usually just kicked our ass like every game this year. And Jimmy Butler, he treats us like a like bitch better have our, his money every time he plays against us. Uh, and so before the game, Charles Barkley's like, uh, yeah, Charles is like, the Heat's gonna win. Shaq's like, no nah, man, the Hawks is gonna get this. And he said, I bet you a billion dollars. I bet you a billion dollars with a B. That the Heat's going to win, and, and Shaq's like, okay, I'll take that bet. And the damn Hawks, like halftime Hawks is like spanking him. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like doing his arms like a bird to Charles Barkley. And Charles is like shaking his head, and Kenny's laughing, and Ernie's laughing. 
And then uh, if you even if you don't watch the NBA, uh, they are hilarious. That is some of the best TV you'll get. Uh, watch when they when Charles cracks on him and the cameramen laugh, and then Shaq's like, "Who's laughing?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like Shaq loses a bit, he has to cut his hairline back like a receding hairline. Man, they are the that's some of the best TV you'll watch. But uh, sure enough, the Hawks did beat the Heat in uh, at the end of the game. Man, Shaq was ruthless. He was oh, just, you know he, he was, was just letting him have it. He's like, I'm just sitting here thinking about what I'm going to buy with Chuck's billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the last one I saw was where they said something about, uh, it was Ernie or somebody said that the government was going to get involved. And he goes, what'd you say? <laughs> no, man, they can't even get whatever dry. They don't, keep them out of this. Yeah, please keep them out of it. So, yeah, keep them out of my damn uh, business, too, for sure. I, um. I was sitting there looking the other day. Um, we'll talk about, we'll touch on some of this stuff, talk about some of it. We, I, I mean, I really don't even know every day something more ironic, not, not ironic, but moronic comes out. It's just completely unbelievable. Well, there's a guy on TikTok that does the, have you heard? And he busts in, he's talking to himself. <laughs> yeah. And then it's always the guy's like, no. And it's all like, catastrophic stuff and then his is like no but did you hear doja cat lost her blue check mark he's like oh <laughs> but anyway one of the one that i rem- remember was uh the truck hauling toxic soil from palestine wrecks and spills the toxic soil everywhere and i'm like a comedy of errors i mean you can't even write this shit i mean it's like every day something something it's new jersey or jersey city new jersey there's a recycling plant on fire Somewhere in Tennessee, there's a power plant, nuclear power plant that's glowing. That's great. And then... I mean, that ain't close or nothing. No. <laughs> and then... And it's not uh, Oak Ridge. It's somewhere else. Then, um, what do you say? There was an Indianapolis recycling plant's on fire. You know, the world's burning. And then I saw a thing where a guy said that, um, which we don't need to give anybody any ideas, strate- strategic... EMPs at all major cities would basically cripple the U.S. and within six weeks, everybody in that city would be dead. And he, and the guy like starts put the guy he's talking to puts a tinfoil hat on. He goes, "You keep it on because it's going to get heavy." And I mean, he had some good points talking yeah. about people that live in cities. If everything goes down, power, gas, water, their sewage is shit anyway. Right. And so there's no clean drinking water. The lo- after the looting is over, the people with guns will start killing the people without guns. And then that's just going to spread out. And so the guy was like, I'm just going to keep my tinfoil hat on. I was like, yeah, you better there, bud. You get your ass locked down in a Sam's Club. Yeah. Got plenty to eat for a little while. Plenty yeah. of pepper to wipe your ass with. You better get them slingshots. Get them frozen grapes. Start peppering people. <laughs> I got hit with a cherry. Dude, it's like. You see me over there hiding up under like one of those racks, eating one of those eating the cheese what, balls in a five, five gallon one of those five gallon bucket of cheese balls and peanut butter over there with some uh, whatever that fishing line of fishing shirts. Oh they yeah, sell. habit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh I my, my god, Klein, boy, get huh? over and get me another crossword puzzle. I'm done with this one. Sudoku, boy. I want some numbers in my life. <laughs> Well, speaking of shit that can't write itself, let's go here. 
On today's What the Florida. And it doesn't have to write. It writes itself. It writes itself. That's a um, young Jesus. It? It, it's a it's a battered Jesus if you take a look at the picture. But we'll, it unfortunately it is not a battered Jesus. It is a drunken Florida man who's arrested after shoveling spaghetti into his mouth and yelling obscenities outside of the Olive Garden. You think Florida people act out in the Olive Garden like Georgia people do in the Applebee's? <laughs> I saw somebody did a, a TikTok about. They said Applebee's, and then it showed. Chili's, it says spicy Applebee's. Yeah. And then it did Olive Garden Italian Applebee's. And it just kept going. I was like, man, she ain't lying. And then Ruby Tizzy's, uh, the bougie, uh, bougie cousin or bougie asshole cousin of Applebee's. Yeah. Naples, Florida, a drunk man had been arrested after police said he was shoving spaghetti into his mouth and yelling profanities at customers outside of the Olive Garden. Uh, authorities told the newspaper office, uh, the officers with, uh, Naples Police Department responded to a disturbance call. At right three thirty on a Sunday. Oh man! Oh. Well, most most God fearing people was at home taking. They a nap. was. They was. They'd already been in there and insulted everybody in the restaurant and left a five dollar tip on a on a twenty seven hundred dollar tab. Yeah. <laughs> when they arrived, officers found a man sitting on a bench outside the restaurant. He was shirtless. Uh, he was allegedly allegedly asking customers uh, for money and then yelling profanity at them and shoveling spaghetti into his mouth with his hands. Speaking of which, I was in Athens two years ago, walking into a bar. I know that's unheard of in Athens. What? I know. They have those there? Yeah. And there's a panhandler. And I had parked like, you know, you can't park nowhere near where you need to go. No, that's the one not And everything is uphill in Athens. Yes, it Good is. Good God. But anyway, it's the worst. So I get within spitting distance of the front door. Hey, man, you got any cash? I was like, no, man, I sure don't. I said, sorry about that. He goes, yeah, man, everybody's sorry. And I turned around. I was like, dude, you're going to whine about people not having cash, and you're the one begging. I yeah. said, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Oh, I had a guy one time. I hey, Applebee's parking lot. Swear to God. Uh, state law. State law. <laughs> swear to God. Um I had pulled up and I was waiting on somebody to get there. I forgot who I was waiting on. And this guy walks up to me and he goes, Hey man, I need to give him the whole spiel about his mom needed some medicine. It's like, no, that I just wanted to get the fuck away from me. And I had a whole bunch of change in my little change thing. So I, and dude, there was a bunch of quarters and shit in there. And so I just like, here, man, I'll give you, it's all I got. I'll give you this, you know, it's, you know, best I can do. So he gets and he's looking, he's shaking and he like, did me like Chris Rock and I'm gonna get you sucker. He's like, can you can you pour my hand for a nickel? He's like, uh, I want one rib. He's like, sure was a lot of change. And I was like, well, fucking give it back to me then. If you don't want it, yeah, I'll give it to the Shriner at, like, at the red light. Yeah, he's like, no, man, it's fine, thank you. And if he had gave it back to me, I would have drove to the parking lot and Throwing just slung it out with my hand, threw <laughs> it. Um, when officers asked the man what he was doing on the bench, his response was he started muttering profanities, started saying. I'll beat your ass. Uh, and so that'd be terrestrial, terroristic, terrorist threats. Yeah. And then the man proceeded to ask, the, uh, ask the officer if he had male genitals or female genitals, which is a fair question these days. I mean, it's, a, wrong. it's a fair question. Hey, uh, boy, you stand up, sit down. 32-year-old Ben Padgett was arrested and charged with disorderly intoxication, according to the Herald. Uh, before police officers placed him in handcuffs, he was given a paper towel to wipe mom's spaghetti off of his face. Uh, <laughs> while in the back of the patrol car, 
Uh, he said he began kicking his legs and banging his head violently against the metal cage inside the car, and he was taken to the hospital for treatment. Padgett was also charged with resisting an officer without violence. Seemed pretty How violent to happen? me. How do you resist without violence? I don't know. we got to ask James about that. Uh, $2,000 bond. That's it. That's it. That's a lot of spaghetti. It is. That's a whole lot of foolishness for uh, for some spaghetti. It's a whole lot of foolishness, so. Speaking of foolishness, let's talk about Anheuser Busch and that and that little ploy. Everybody and their mother has cut the scene from Hangover. Hey, we fucked up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is 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 April Pride Month? I don't. Or was know. that earlier? I don't know. I don't either. But and I'm not being insensitive. Yeah, about me it. neither. I just I really don't know. People are like, I just throwing, know when my birthday is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Mm-hmm. Um, people are being like throwing shade at Budweiser, but what kills me is every other beer company out there has pandered to every yes. demographic. Yes. All of them. Now, I will say Miller Lite has come out and dropped their ad campaign quickly with Luke Combs. Beer never broke my heart. Yeah. So. Kudos to their marketing genius. I heard his butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Either one. Either one. Have you seen the video where the guy's drinking a tall boy, Bud Light, and he's got a friend that's stroking the can yes. and he's shaking it? Man, I cried. What about the guy who's, <laughs> I think I sent you the TikTok, where the guy's in the bathtub with the Bud Light can? Yeah. Yeah. No, Dan, that was... That was there, there's some comedy gold. That's great. Out there. It's great. If anything, it's good for comedic. Well, value. and the other thing is this: I, Heater, I think, sent it to us in a group message. The reason we don't get offended is because we grew up with Mama's Family, Sam Kennison, Andrew Dice Clay, Eddie Murphy, Sanford Son, I mean George Jefferson. Yeah, Family. Uh, what's not Family Ties, but the other one with uh, Janet Jackson as the daughter. Oh, yeah, good yeah, times. good times, yeah. yeah JJ? We, yeah, well, there ain't nothing, I mean, yeah. honestly. It, and I saw a guy today that had a great point. He was like, look, I don't give two shits whether you're trans or not. It doesn't bother me. What bothers me is you think you have a voice. You have no more voice than I do. And what the sad part is, is these people don't realize that they are being used to make money off of them. Make money off their, make money off of their mental illness. That's exactly what it's being done. It's pandering at its finest. Yes. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you've been living under a rock for the past couple of weeks, uh, Anheuser Bush, uh, went on this whole, um, I believe the person's name's Dylan Mulvaney, who dresses like a preteen girl. He's a grown man, dresses like a preteen girl, makes videos of himself, uh, in boy shorts and a t-shirt and talk, bubble baths and bubble baths uh and he he got a deal with budweiser uh, marketing campaign and when this happened it's the old proverbial shit hit the fan uh it is it is a nothing finer than the proverbial uh shit hit the fan situation budweiser lost more than five billion dollars yeah, and it all happened, what, within about two or three days? Yeah, I mean, immediately. And once that happened, people started losing their jobs, like losing their jobs, like immediately. You take one of the, it's probably one of the well, oldest there's only three. breweries in the United States. Yeah, outside of Yingling. 
I think Yingling's the oldest. You've got Anheuser Busch, and the only reason I know a lot about this is when I was in college, a buddy of mine had a marketing class, and he had to do a research paper on marketing, and so he tro- chose um, Adolphus Bush and went through the whole thing about during Prohibition he sold water in can or in bottles, and then he put. That's why there's so much uh, memorabilia out there with. Anheuser Busch on it because he started selling pocket knives and plates and anything he could to keep the company afloat. And then he knew, you know, they were going to repeal it. But, uh, what? Somehow I hit voice recognize recognition in everything I just said. <laughs> oh, nice. But anyway, <laughs> um, them chat. What is that? Chat, chat GPT. Chat GPT bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, you've got Anheuser-Busch, which owns damn near everything. And then they were talking about, well, I'm going to drink Coors. And uh, Coors had, you know, another campaign earlier with uh, Pride. So all these butthurt people, you can't go out there unless you go to a local brewery. I mean, a microbrewery mm-hmm. in its finest. You're not going to buy something that has not been pandered to some demographic. Right. And it's all a matter of making money off of another group of people. Yes. It's all it is. It's all it is. And then I think one of the best memes I've seen out of this thing was all these pictures of Travis Tritt where he's got makeup on doing his photo, his photo shoots and said, why is this woman so angry about beer? <laughs> Somebody said Kid Rock was the white trash version of something, and I about wrecked. And I can't remember what they equated it to, but it was true. Yeah. I was like, and I can't forget this, but of course I did. But anyway, yeah, man, it's. Excuse me. And the thing is, if you could come up with, and I use this all the time, if they thought they could make a buck off pandering to the Furbies convention in Las Vegas. They're there. By God, they'd put a Furby on a can. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. This is capitalism at its finest. They don't care about the specific genre of people, the group of whatever whatever you want to call it. They don't care. The only thing they care about is the green almighty dollar, which right now ain't so almighty. No, it's not. It's not. And I'm on the fence with that one, too, because I've watched a guy that was on Rogan. He's a um, geopolitical analyst. And I think I sent you one where he films a video of himself in the airport, and then he's in Greece on holiday. He has a lot of great points, and the man's very well educated, and he backs his statements up with facts. So that's why I kind of listen. I don't always agree with him, but he's got some He's got some great some validity. Things. He's got too. a little ponytail, and his hair slicked back, and he's got salt and pepper hair. But he's got some great points. Um, but there's another guy on the Sean Ryan podcast. He looks like a hippie that just fell out of a BW bus. Spicoli. Yeah. But uh, he's got like a sweatband on. He's um, got a big old fro. And he said, man, the only reason I, <laughs> I joined the military is because I thought it, I could pick up chicks in my uniform. And he goes, now look at me. I'm a CIA. I'm an ex-CIA spook. But he said, talking about the dollar, that before... We decide the next president, China will move on to Taiwan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 it's brewing right now. And to go back, and to go back to this other ludicrous story, um, you got this, uh, Dylan Mulvaney, we had talked about how 
is a 26 year old transgender influencer with more than 10 million followers on social media. Um, this guy got a deal with Nike. Ulta. Ulta makeup. And there's a some dress, uh, female specific wardrobe clothing brand. I mean, like six figure deals bordering millions of dollars for each of those. And that was my argument. Here's the one you left out. Tampons. That's what I don't understand. Get the fuck out of here, man. My son had never heard, and we talked about it months ago, about how they were freezing spaghetti sauce <laughs> and keister stashing it so they could act like they... Yeah. And my son was like, no, you're making it up. And I was like, no, Google it right now. Yeah, it's fucking real. Yeah. And he just shook his head. But my question is, and I posed this to my wife, and she said that she had seen the outrage. I just hadn't seen it. I said, where's that outrage from the... The feminists. I agree. Because you're taking money away from a certain demographic again that would need that. You could have an up-and-coming model or you could have um, an athlete that overcome a, some kind of crazy injury or something like that. And you that could be your spokesperson and you could get some feel-good movement behind it. But instead, you're giving it to a guy that dresses like a woman. And he's laughing all the way to the bank. Yes. he's In six months, he may be a man again. Yeah. To Wong Fu. What's that song? Where's the dress? We'll be money-making fools. Remember that? that those, those two what is those, two redneck-ass satire country music singers sung a song about Boy George called Where's, Where's the Dress? Yeah. It's crazy, man. And it, I don't know. I just, and I, I my thing is, nobody, I think the average American doesn't give a shit what you do. Not at all. You know, just don't cram it down our throat. It's like people having a problem with those in-your-face Jesus people. Yeah. People get, Extremists. Yeah. yeah. You, you are giving, like somebody said, this is less than 1% of the population, and you're giving them this perceived power in the media that they don't necessarily have. Right. And the lady, uh, the lady swimmer. Yeah. I was going to bring her up. That was the next point I was going to talk about was, uh, Riley Gaines. She was a female swimmer for university of Kentucky. And she'd went to, uh, I guess a press conference where they were trying to speak out against men competing in women's sports. And she was assaulted. She was attacked for just being a woman, just being a woman speaking her mind. These transgender men, men, not women, they're men, attack her, assaulted her. Nobody went to jail. Nobody got arrested. And she did nothing to them. She's like the old boy that uh, the high school student, the protesters got in his face. She's about to clean San Francisco University out. Yeah. Yeah. But what do we do here? I mean, it's like, again. You're cutting your nose off to spite your face. You get you have the same thing with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. You have the same movement with Antifa. Um, they're able to act out. They're able to, to cause mayhem, cause destruction, uh, harm, bodily harm to people, burn down business, businesses, things like that. There's no recourse. There's no repercussion. There's nobody to get to, well, to discipline or, or, or arrest these people. And you're seeing it with a transgender crowd now. What is it? Two was it two months or maybe three months before the Nashville shooting? You had a call to arms with the transgender community. You need to arm yourself in case something yes. happens. And then that pops off. Then you have the shooting in Louisville, which that guy was a disgruntled worker. Worker, yeah, that's what I, I gathered on that too. Um, but I saw. Did a you great, saw they had an AR top weapon. Bullshit. Yeah, just throw here's it in thing. there. Let's just here's throw my it in thing. There. 
Um, Gerald Swindell is a bass pro fisherman from Alabama. I think he grew up in Mississippi. I love him to death because he says, I love Jesus, but I cuss a little. So <laughs> we have an understanding. We, we, yeah. Yeah. I can get down with that. He, um, he had a great point, and he said, look, I'm turning the comments off because I, I'm just asking a question. I don't need rhetoric. I'm just posing a question. And his thing was, we have all these laws for guns. We have red flag laws. We have mental health laws. We have waiting periods. You have to wait a certain amount. you got to show an ID to buy a per- you purchase this gun. Do you have any felonies? Da, 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 da. I mean, the whole gamut. We have all of these laws, but we've not change the punishment for breaking them right change the punishment for breaking them and let's see if that works more laws are is not the answer let's put the spin on like you and i talked about over messages uh a couple of months ago and i actually got this from devin and devin told me that he thinks the long play with the government about gun control is okay and now it's all playing out so like now i'm seeing like what we talked about months ago and now we're seeing this thing kind of come to come to light. And it kind of makes you scratch your head and wonder if this is not what actually is happening. So if transgender people are deemed mentally ill at some point, okay, what's one thing that it can, two things that can keep you from having a gun on a, a firearm? A felony and mental Mental illness. Okay. So if we take all the guns away from the people that are mentally ill, transgender people looped into that. So there's the beginning. We start taking guns away from the tra- from the people with mental illness, which they will deem is coming. It's all coming. Once they do that, then they're going to start looking at types of medicines. That's that, what I was about to say. Types of medicines that are, are prescribed anxiety to people. Medication. Anxiety medication. Uh, so people that are on any type of anxiety medication could be deemed have. Uh, what if you're bipolar and you're on lithium? Could have mental health. Uh, that could be considered mentally. Flag. Yeah, it's a red flag. So they can start taking those people's guns away. I mean, just think about how You're many people. You're on a slippery slope. Yeah. Think about how many people's prescribed uh, antidepressants. Oh, it's like, um, and I and I'm please understand, and they, and they prescribing them because they're making money yeah. off of it. And so. Please understand, this is just I'm making an analogy. I'm not right. throwing is, shade. Yeah, yeah. We see more. We see the number of people prescribed anxiety medicine at a high rate. Just as we did when the medical profession saw a gain financially to start classifying people on the spectrum. And if you don't think that's a money grabber, you're crazy. It's a giant money grab. It's all it is. Because we all know if you were born before, I'd say if you were born before 1990, I'd go, well, hell, before 95, we all went to school with someone now that would be autistic. Right. We just, they, he, hey, man, he's a little off. Just leave him alone. But they, I don't, I don't. But my They thing, gave it a label. Right. They, they gave it a label. So they, they gave it a label so they could create a medicine so they can make money off of it. Right. And the same thing, and that's what we talked about, like you said, the anxiety medicine thing is coming. And then where is it going to stop? Everybody's on something. Yeah. Somebody, some, well, my dad takes Lasix to get water off. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sure somewhere that has some kind of side effect in one out of every 3,000 people that might yeah, hang like, their head against the wall. Could have a psychotic episode with it. So now everybody on Lasix. So that's what I'm saying. It's like those stupid, <laughs> somebody did a, a cartoon that says prescription drug things. It shows like unicorns farting rainbows and stuff. And it says may cause, and it's like, 
projectile vomit and diarrhea at the same time and say it's spinning around. And that's what is crazy. Think about when we were kids, you never, never saw a medicine other than Pepto or NyQuil. Now you got two and three minute ads for some prescription you can't even pronounce. Yeah. Just telling you that it may cause you to commit suicide. Well, everything's lumping into that, you know, uh, psychotic effect. Man, I'm telling you, it sounds crazy, but does it? Does it really sound crazy? No, and I, I've mentioned it several times. Um, the Chris Beck, I follow him on Instagram, and he replies into the comments. He doesn't reply to DMs or anything like that. He's the one I had said was looking at medical books before... 1900 when Rockefeller came into the medical scene. Um, and he, he actually posts like he's trying something to help his eyesight. And he had found something where you take rotten apple juice and a couple of drops and it. And he said, I will say this. He goes, I can't see any better, but I don't have cloudy eyes anymore. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. Well, if I have cloudy eyes, I'll get me a couple of rotten apples and we'll go at it. But it's like, we talked about, we're taking a chemical that causes cancer in large doses and we're killing a weed what they told us was a weed that if you dry it out and make tea it's good for your heart right there's there's tons of benefits yeah so um and just you know staying on staying on this whole same uh track here the world being on fire uh you had two guys in nhl this year they refused to wear they had what was a pride uh, Mm -hmm. pride night you had two uh you had a sharks goalie uh james reamer he declined to wear the pride jersey just because of his uh, religious beliefs. Said he would not not wear this jersey. Uh, and then you had um, where is the other guy? Uh, Philadelphia Flyers uh, Ivan uh, Provorov, Provorov. He refused to wear it. What did the ESPN do? Blew it out of the water. They drugged those two guys across the coals over it. I, I, I mean. It all goes back to what you said and what we've said a million times. And I don't give a shit what you do. I really don't. Leave me alone. Leave yeah. my family alone. Mm-hmm. And don't force your fucking shit on me. Whether it's religion, don't force it on me and mine, my family. Don't force it on us. We'll get around to it when we if we feel like it. Uh, don't don't force your, your ideology. Your P90X. On, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your CrossFit. CrossFit. Don't force that shit on me, man. I don't care what you do but now we're we're in a society to where if you speak out about it if you say anything about it then you're you're labeled a, a homophobe hate or hate yeah it's hate speech or homophobia or uh what whatever else they want and to it's not with. that i mean because flip the coin what if it was ramadan and they he didn't want to play he couldn't wear say a certain color yeah that's a religious thing right Nothing's being, and I'm not picking, again, I'm just using an analogy. I'm not picking on a a certain religion. I'm just saying, you know, if we come down to it, we're splitting hairs. And if we're going, that's the thing. If you're going to do it for one, then you got to do it for everybody. I want to pose this question too, and it's just out there for the listeners. Um, It's not directly directed at anybody. Uh, If you think it is, maybe it was, but, um, and I have a serious question and I'm going to ask you. A serious question. And then our listeners, you guys give us some feedback on this too. Let me know what you think. I'm just curious because I mean, it's, it's again, it's something that is so, uh, I'm just going to say it. How do you feel about same sex marriage 
couple, man or same-sex couple marriage women that adopt a child and they take that child. Let's just say it's a girl, okay, adopted as a baby. It's a girl. It's identified as a girl. It is a girl. It's a girl, okay? And now you're calling it a boy. You got its hair all chopped off. Dress it like a boy. Dress it like a boy. Call it a boy. Uh, you, I think that's child abuse. I, I, I one hundred percent. I swear to God, I wouldn't say that anymore. I, it's, it's, it's child abuse. And here's the thing: I saw, and it's funny you bring this up. I saw a guy that said, and he was a, I think he was a Harvard medical professor, which not anymore after he said this, but he said, statistically. Boys who dress, who put on dresses, play with dolls, uh, easy bake ovens, are feminine. Once they hit puberty, it cancels that out. And testosterone kicks in. Right. Puberty clears, or it's not clear for people going through it because you're an emotional wreck, but (laughs) puberty kind of clears that out. And you would know after puberty whether or not you are, oh man, hell, what was I thinking? Or, yeah. hey, uh, I might, I might be. I'll just, and I'll say this right here, right now. Uh, I played with the Easy Bake Oven when I was a kid because I was a fat kid and I liked to eat the damn cakes they made out of, or brownies, whatever the but whatever you, fucking cookies you was making. About, I wanted to be a part of it. So. I, I think back to this when I was a kid. Oh, hell, I couldn't have been more than eight during the summer. Grandparents needed a break, so Mama would find somebody to. Hey, you watch them today, and I'll watch yours tomorrow. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There were several times we went to, oh, we're going to so-and-so's house. And we were in the same class, but they were they had two girls, and it was me and my brother. We played with Barbies in a Barbie house. We didn't go home and ask Dad for a Barbie house. It's just, we just, that's what we did. Yeah. You know? And then, I mean, I just don't get where, there's a kid that, um, he's, 16, about to be 17 now. When he was six, um, he wanted to be a Power Ranger or a dinosaur when he grew up. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, 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 no. Come on, let's let's go on. Kind of, they wasn't mean about it, but they kind of kept, you know, shuffling him towards other things. And he grew out of it. Yeah. So uh, that's my thing. So if you have a kid that says, all right, I'm going to be a Power Ranger when I grow up, are you going to let him dress in Power Ranger stuff minus the helmet oh, and go to school? There's full of adults. TikTok oh, I know. adults wearing But you see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I do. Well, it's cosplay yeah. for, and there's yeah. some. Yeah. But my thing is, the um, what's it called that was in Atlanta for Comic-Con? Comic-Con, yeah. Those guys that dress up, they did, those were bankers and lawyers and like heart surgeons, and they would dress up as a Jedi or as yeah. a stormtrooper for, or bike week. Hell, I knew a guy that would was a principal at a major metropolitan county school would start growing his beard out in November before No Shave November was a thing so that he had a scruffy beard so when he went to Daytona Bike Week, he didn't look like a... A principal. Yeah. <laughs> and so then when he came back, he shaved it. Yeah. But that's the thing. You know, I don't understand since when... Uh, what was it? And I hate to quote her, but before she lost her mind, when Whoopi used to do um, the... Her and Robin Williams, and they had that stand-up comedy thing on HBO. Yeah, yeah, every year. Yeah, 
she had a stand-up comedy special, and she said, "Let the first." She said, "Jesus said, let the first person who lives in a glass house throw the first rock." She had a point. Mm-hmm. We all got shit going on. I just, I just, I go back to that. Yeah, going back to what you said, I a hundred percent believe that it's. Yeah, I mean, it, there's, I mean, you have two same-sex <clears throat> couple married that adopt a child of a certain of a of a gender, male or female, it was just say female. And they raised this kid to be a male. Just nothing settling about that. It's, it's, it's so unsettling. And now we have this shit that's being pushed on. I mean, believe me, I ask my kids every day, what do y'all talk about at school? Is any of this stuff getting brought up? Because there's some schools that are allowing these kids to, uh, change genders at school, and like be they called, change underwear. Yeah, be called a different name at school, and nobody's alerting the counselors, not alerting the parents. Say, hey, something's going on. And there's, they're encouraging it, and not only are we encouraging it, but now we're seeing multiple, um, photos now of these hack jobs. Have you seen any of this shit? Jesus Christ, man, it makes my stomach. It is crawl. some of the most disturbing. Material that I've ever seen in my life. I mean, you've got you've got a female used uh, to, and that somebody said you had to go through a full psych evaluation, and eighteen months had to pass before you could have a sex change. Yeah, and that was in the U.S. Now yeah. you could go across the pond, right? And, but now they're trying to get insurance companies to cover it. Vanderbilt University, until the Tennessee State Legislature, which we can touch on that too, passed the law. They were charging for, they were getting, they were making $400,000 per surgery. So on kids, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about kids here. Before puberty. We're talking about kids. Irreversible. They have no fucking idea what they want to do with themselves. Uh, And you're going to see more and more people who made the change that get in their early 20s when the brain's fully developed and they're going to be like, what have I done? It can't go back. They're going to sue their parents. They're going to sue... Why did you let? I was a minor. You didn't. If you hadn't, if you if you haven't seen where when the when the female when they put a a penis on the female, uh, they take such a large area of skin off the arm. Uh, it, it and it, it doesn't grow back. They're deformed. Like even though they've had the surgery and their genitals are covered up or whatever, you still have that that giant humongous scar or like no, it's def, it's a deformity on the forearm. Uh, it's there forever. You never, you're never going to be able to hide that. It will never grow back. You can never do any. There's not a reconstructive surgery that'll rebuild that back. And you take a look. Uh, you start to see the pictures now. These people are they're proud of it, so they're posting all these photos. Um, you got the breasts have been removed. There's a scar that goes completely across the chest. Double okay? mastectomy. And then you've got this big giant. Uh, it's a Y cut, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Y cut down toward the pelvic area to the penis. And then they, I don't know what they use to make a penis. It's its its something they put in there that... Somebody called Bob it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then they take that 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 meat off the arm, off the forearm and, and, and wrap it around. I some on the back of my thigh they could use. <clears throat> Man. I, I ain't got none in my butt. Yeah, me neither. I ain't got no butt. Mama took them ass be gone pills when she was pregnant. But you got people posting pictures of this. And and they're like these these parents are cheering it on. They're they're like encouraging it. Um wait till they come back. Because yeah. it's gonna start happening. Yeah. It, it, what is going one way will turn the tide will turn and 
you will see a boatload of civil lawsuits. Like, what was the kid that sued his parents because, well, hell, Webster. Yeah. You're gonna Gary start, Coleman. Yeah, Gary Coleman. You're yeah. going to start seeing lawsuits against family members for allowing this to happen. Yeah. And then to go back to what we were saying, you talk about how much it was costing. Uh, now they're trying to get to where insurance. Yes. The insurance will cover it. Well, the insurance. Shit, they weren't even going to let me shit in a box. You know why? They, I got to have a colonoscopy. I can't shit in a box. I ain't going to pay $500 for you to shit in a box and mail it through UPS. I'll, I'll shit oh, in a box and wrap it up like a present and put we'll it on stick, the side of the road. We're going to stick a camera up your butt. <laughs> but you know, the insurance company's like, it's not a. It's not. We're, a, we're not classifying it as an illness. We're not classifying it as a is a disorder and that's what insurance pays out on. So now they have created a whole new category where if they are going to allow that, then they're going to have to start allowing Botox injections, whether you have migraines or not. Implant, breast implants. Yeah. All that stuff. Tummy tucks. Yes. I might get in on some of that tummy tuck shit. I just need some, I need a butt. But but it's like my a, cortisol levels too high. That I, I keep it in the front. And we all know how insurance companies don't want to pay for anything. Nothing. They're not trust trying me. to cover anything. They're not trust trying to pay me. for anything. Uh, how can you? How can you justify think, that? Justify it. How can you justify? It? You've got people in the hospital that's had a, and I know this for a fact. People that's had a stroke. Okay, had a stroke in the hospital. There, when you have a stroke, you have to be. You need to start immediately on your rehab. Yeah. Immediately. Every day, you're losing. You're losing something. You're losing motor skills. You're losing speech. You're losing... I mean, you're losing your life. You're laying there dying. And insurance companies have the paperwork wrote out. Doctors signed off on it. This person's had a stroke. We've got to get them in rehab immediately. And they get denied time and time and time again. They deny them. They keep dragging out the process. Well, we need you to send this. Yeah. And so, see, and the, then that takes a week. And then, oh, well, we need this. Well, two weeks later, this person's dead. They're a vegetable. They have no more no no use, use, of, use that of their right limb. side of the yeah. body, left side of the body. So how it just burns my ass up to know that the insurance company won't take care of these people that are that are having strokes or, or whatever other kind of issues they have. We're talking medical. I, I can go on a whole other tangent about homeowners insurance and car insurance, and you could too. Um, but how can we deny these people health care, but yet we can we can let people mutilate their children? Well, and I, to kind of knock your point home a little bit further, 24 years ago, uh, well, probably 20 years ago, I dislocated my knee cap and same thing. I had insurance supposed to happen on the job. So whatever my insurance didn't cover, it should have been workers comp. Yeah. Well, then it comes back to my rehab should have been covered until they signed off on it. I was going to have to pay $60 co-pay a visit. And yes. I'm like, well, just give me the exercises. Right. And, and that's what happens. And if you're in a good clinic, like the one that we had here in Rome at that time, they would. They would. They knew. Yeah, and they always, they worked, always with worked with you. Always worked with you. So. And they would be like, look, man, we're going we're gonna to build the insurance twice, but you need to be here five times. Right. We're going to eat it. Yeah. And they were great people. And that's the good thing is that, um, they trained a lot of good people that are still in those clinics. Um, I just... Let's, I don't know, man. Let's change gears. Let's go here. To, and, and it doesn't get any better from here. Video comes out of the Dalai Lama. Sucking tongue. What? Getting a young, to underage boy to kiss him in the mouth and then coaxing him, talking to him, trying to get him to suck his tongue. 
And what was the meme? Dalai Lama felt left out because he was the only religion that hadn't molested anybody yet. Yeah. Well, guess Guess what? what? He, uh, he'd been taking, what do you do there, man? How's that guy not arrested? How's he not put in jail? And then, uh, and then the for people to say, the shit and how is people call him the, his holiness, the Dalai Lama? No, he ain't holy. I had a conversation with somebody the other day and I told him, said something, you know, my dad, salt of the earth guy, stand up, uh, do anything in the world for anybody that he can help you get the shirt off his back. Just that kind of person, uh, work yourself to death to help somebody get somewhere where they need. And somebody made a comment about people not, uh, oh, if they're not saved, they're not going to heaven. So I, I told him straight up, I said, look, if you're telling me that somebody can molest children, but they can be saved, they get into heaven and my dad don't. Yeah. I said, I don't want to go. I'll st- y'all, if my dad can't, if it ain't good enough for my dad, it ain't good enough for me. If heaven ain't a lot yeah. like Nixie. But how can people say that? You know, it's they like, do it they, with a straight yeah, face. they do it with a straight face. And yeah. what's funny is before I came over here, um, is there an echo in here? There is. <laughs> uh, there is a that. scene from Peaky Blinders where he brings the nuns and the head nun, and he stomp or he smashes her glasses, and he says, "All funding is off." Now look at me through those glasses, because that's how these kids that you have um, abused abused see the world now. And his mom, when he's done, his mom takes whatever like that pen she's got that she'll gut you with. And she pokes the head nun on the cheek, and she goes, I've not made my mind up yet whether or not I will come for you. But if I do come for you, I will make sure that I wear heels on the cobbles so that you'll have time to repent before I gut you. And I was like, damn. Jesus Christ. Yeah. and that's, Maybe that's the way things were to be handled from here on out. And here's the thing. That's historically, you know that shit went down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it came from somewhere. And that's the, I just don't understand how you can sit there and say that. And then it it goes back to the whole thing. There's plenty of butts in seats on Sunday that'll be hot after the funeral's over. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you're in there doesn't mean you got a a a ticket punch. And the thing is, if you listen to Necronomapod, Dave, the older guy there, and Mike are both Catholics. They're not, Dave's totally agnostic now, and I think he's, doesn't believe in anything, but he said the same thing you said. Don't te- don't sit there and tell me that. Oh, um, John Wayne Gacy accepted Christ right before he was lethally injected, so he's in heaven. No, the no, fuck he's no, not. he's not, dude. No, he's not. <laughs> no. I, you can't convince me of that. Not until I get up there, yeah. And then I'm gonna be Peter. We got to have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Come here. I'm, I'm gonna kill this dude. Jesus. Where does he That's go after that, we kill him? Yeah. <laughs> Again, the guy that uh, he's a preacher and he does that. He picks up stuff, random stuff, and he's like, like he's calling heaven, and he'll be like, "Oh my, Archangel Michael, yes, Jesus around Jesus." I got a question: Why did you save the mosquitoes? And and, yeah. and it's funny stuff like that. But that's the thing, you know, you cannot sit there and tell me that these. It's not. Oh, do eight hail marys and it drop a twenty, okay and it's okay. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope, I don't believe it. Let's go to one more thing. The uh, one more thing that I want to talk about, you know. And again, we always try to stay away from politics when we can. But this is just we got. I got to. I have to bring it up. So it looks like. Uh, did you make any sense out of the whole Trump thing, like him being arrested, not arrested, but arraigned? Uh, I couldn't. I mean, what the fuck is going on there? I don't know because if you get on social media, 
there are people that have posted before the 1st of April, so towards the end of March, that there was this groundbreaking news that the district attorney up there held, withheld information. He didn't present it to the grand jury. Um, there was a, a statement from Stormy Daniels' lawyer, Cohen, that basically Which exonerates is, is getting, getting his ass sued. Is in jail. He's, yeah, he's getting sued for $500 million yeah. right now by Donald Trump. Um, there's this whole, like, left hand don't know what the right hand's doing. We hid evidence. We didn't hit hide evidence. And I'll play devil's advocate again. All these Republican uh, legislatures throwing this gauntlet down that he has until so-and-so at this time to appear before Congress. The fuck he does. That just shows it's in the con- They're so ignorant. The states, how broken everything is. The states have the power. That's the way That's it was the power set of the up. state. Yeah. yeah. They do not have to federally... Extra diet. Right. Or, he doesn't have to go anywhere. He right. can tell you to go pound sand, and there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. Now, I always use this example. For years, the reason Louisiana had the shittiest roads is because they let people drink at 18, and the federal government was like, that's fine. You can do that, but we're not giving you any fucking money for your infrastructure. Yeah. And yeah. Louisiana's like, fuck it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Our kids are going to drink at 18. Yeah. Hurricane's going to clean the shit yeah. out. Anyways, Y'all okay. going to pay for it anyway. Yeah. But that's the thing. So... All these people, man, that, that DA needs to be brought before Congress. No, the fuck he don't. Now, does the U.S. assistant DA have to, could step in to relieve him of power? Yeah, that's the way the chain of command works. Yeah. But I don't know, because I, just go, circling back to your original point, I have no fucking idea. You don't know if he was arrested or if he was arraigned. Um, did they, they did fingerprint him. So I guess there's some kind of I mean, charges a, were filed. There's a video of Biden saying we're just doing everything we can do to make sure he don't get back in the White House. Yeah, he said it. Yeah, like openly said it. Well, they and that's all what the we've all been saying. Yeah, you know, it's, we've all been saying that. So, but I guess the question I have for that that whole stupid ass conundrum there: Did everybody forget about Paula Jones? That's holding up the check. At the press conference, she holds up the check that he wrote her. Was it eighty five or eight hundred and fifty? Eight hundred fifty thousand thousand dollars that he wrote her hush money. And she wasn't the only one. What? But what are we doing? I don't know. What are we doing? What, what like, about go to Elon Omar? Her brother. She was married to her brother or something, something crazy in that situation. He was the head of her campaign finance. He took like four million dollars from his. All that bullshit. And that's the thing. Going back to it's a slippery slope. If you're going to do this, then by God, everybody's going to be held accountable to the same standards. Do you know how many people will be in jail in Congress? Well, and that's the Politicians. thing. Politicians. How many people go to jail? Have you seen that guy talk about, he asked his son, who is a great athlete, two-star or two-sport athlete, what are you looking at, NBA or uh, NFL? And he said, I don't know. And he said, well, let me throw you some statistics he goes which one do you think has and he throws out these percentages of murderers and rapists and, and it wasn't either it was neither neither it was congress yeah it was congress it was all congress i saw that yeah all right so the last thing if you want to put a big old steamy turd right on let's, the top let's do it is the whole bullshit going down in nashville with this the tennessee state yes government. yes what the fuck right. is going on there on paper they could have brought them before both houses and took a vote 
for inciting a riot, just so like the about, January We're 6th. talking about the two or are they three. There's three. There's three con- are they Congress? I think uh, they're Congress. But I'm not Congress. sure. Just Let's just say legislatures for the sake of an argument. Yeah, I, I think it's fair. So one of them, the one that tried to act like he was Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, yeah. He is on video of, he's got a bullhorn shouting down the speaker, allowing these people to storm the chamber. So we've got the whole January 6th situation happening in, in Tennessee. Now, should they have kicked them out? No, 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 no. Should he have been reprimanded? Yes. But Jesus, you've got legislators up there with somebody pissed in another legislator's seat because he didn't like him and he wasn't brought before the, you know. So that's my thing. You you can't. And I know they've got one political party has a super majority so they can push through stuff. But again, the way the waves come and go, that party's not always going to have the super majority. No, right now they've got, they've got us all by the short and curlies. Yeah. I mean, it, we're, we're at everybody's mercy right now. Uh, and I'm trying to pull these up. Uh, two of the three, uh, you got uh, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson. One. Justin Jones, I think, is the one that they that had the bullhorn. And then you got uh, was it Gloria Johnson, who was a white, who was a uh, she was a white, she's a white female. Well, see, and it goes back to the, they they have convinced these kids to stand up for gun violence, but it goes back to we can put all the laws in place. Look at the Nashville shooter clean record bought the guns legally bought the ammunition legally yep. um somewhere I, the, the parkview shooter maybe again could, um i think in that state you couldn't have a high capacity magazine you couldn't have an ar style weapon somehow they had they them. had them so my thing is it, like gerald swindell said we got to stop making new gun laws we've got to make the ones we have on the books hurt more Let's we'll, we'll take it back to our Long Wolf series uh, that we did on on certain people. Um, Ruby Ridge, just leave him alone. Well, no, I'm talking about these people that are doing these things. Who's putting the guns in their yeah. hand? Yeah, where are they getting the tra- the the Nashville shooter? She she's handled a gun. She's handled a firearm. She walked in there. Uh, hand, she knew what she was doing, handling a firearm. It wasn't just some goofball in there. Uh, squeeze and them rounds off in a group of people. They never are. They're they're very well. They seem. This is a long play for most of yes, them. Yes, yes. So, are they getting on these dark web chats? Is somebody programming? Programming? Yeah, exactly. And it, what and, I was, and we've talked about at. this off air, and I, I mentioned it to your wife. Um, if you are interested in any of that stuff, like the MK Ultra stuff, um, there's a guy that wrote a book. Um, called Chaos, CIA's involvement in the Manson family killings. Um, he he lays out a lot of circumstantial evidence, and at the end, he doesn't come to a conclusion. He lets you come to a conclusion, which is kind of frustrating after you've invested all this time reading the book. Um, but there's enough circumstantial evidence out there where they were not dumping that amount of money for that long for no results. It's like the born right. identity. Right. Treadstone's done. We're moving on to Black Blackshear. Yes. Or what it's just another yes, fucking name. It's another name. It is. And the the blue pills and the red pills with Jeremy Renner when he's in that cabin. I ain't got any more blue pills. And they're like, man, it, you know, it's all in your fucking head. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 um, 
I said it once before, but it bears repeating. You know, it's it's something to think about. You know, these these things are happening. You're being manipulated. And look what's happening around. Like what's happened after that. You get this, what's going the trans, on on the left. Trans community has a very a very strong voice right now. Um, what I think one of the things I saw was even gross was was it the Washington Post that had came out and was uh, pissed off that one of the news channels was uh, not given the proper pronouns on this chick who just went in and killed kids uh, that were at school, shot a little girl in the back trying to pull a fire alarm to warn her friends. You know, our own administration talking about we've got to do something for the trans community. These things, I mean, no, they just trans community or not. That's an animal. That's an animal. Yeah, as soon as you start harming kids, you yeah. no longer. Yeah, it doesn't. You you you, you, you have no you sex. You, you don't no identify gender. as anything but an yeah. animal. Yeah, you got to get put. You down. You got to put down. That's right. That's and right. and and I will argue that till the cows come home. You, I was on the grand jury in our local county, and she made a great point. And she don't, you know, she don't pull punches. No, she goes the quickest way you can find yourself on a long long term sentence is you harm an elderly person. Or you harm a child in this county. She goes, I'll do everything in my power to bury you. And I don't blame her. Yeah, I don't either. And I respect her for it. Yeah. That's why she's been in the position she's been in for so long. Yeah, because yeah. she's no frills. But right. and, the, and the thing is, it goes back to, and I had this argument. Well, not really an argument. I just got, I was pissed off one day. And there's a gentleman that I got to teach with who also coached me when I was in much younger years. <laughs> uh, very, very... Um, knowledgeable man and um i said if 9-11 happened again this generation wouldn't pick up the arms and he goes you're wrong he said you're listening to a minority on the news channels he said this country's great yeah he said there's more good in this country than you'll think of he said and think about this people said the same shit if something happens like world war ii nobody will draft he said you know what the enlistment rate was after 9-11 i was like no sir and he said didn't find your facts, boy. And I was like, yes, sir. Here's but that's the thing, though. Sometimes you need that reality check. Yeah, but you kind of look at this, too, in the situation that we're getting into right now with uh, China and Russia is basically linked linked up. In, BRICS. Uh, the that, whole BRICS. Brazil, Russia, India, yeah, China. They're, they're going to... Uh, man, it's... They're trying to move away from the dollar. They are. They are. And it's going to happen. You know, and, then, and the thing is, and, the, and I was... How like, do you recover? Shit and BBs. How, how do you recover from that? The thing that I heard was, okay, let's say that those five countries move from the petrodollar to the, the yen. All right. If they deal with anybody outside of those five countries, you have to convert it from petro to yen. Then you have to convert it from yen to petro to get it out. Yeah. You're losing in the conversion. But, yeah, the, the scale is what I'm worried about. Right now, it's tipped in our favor. At right. what point does it start to tip in their favor? And you got to look at the other thing, too. I mean, it, China's out selling the big deal. Like, they're like they're talking about they're willing and dealing right now. They're doing the willing and dealing. But what these people don't understand is it's like getting – it's like a predatory loan back in – They're going to the, collect. They're going to collect, yeah. And the way they're going to collect – And you're never going to be able to be able to pay it off. No, it's like never. you're owing you're the mob. You're in debt to them for life, eternity. And the thing is, in the way that going back to that political analyst, he said the way they're going to collect is they're going to come for your children to fight in a war they don't need to. Right. Because they, China and Russia throw bodies at a conflict. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and if you don't believe me. It's a war of attrition for those. For watch those the um, enemy at the gate. 
They are running through the streets of Leningrad two by two. Only one has a rifle. If he falls, pick up his rifle. Is what they were told. Yep. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's how they overcome mass just mass casualties. If you throw enough bodies at a conflict, eventually sheer numbers will override it. And then they talk about Russia beating uh, beating the Germans. Did they? How many laws? How many lives were lost there? Oh, there was a ton. They just let them keep coming, knowing yeah. winter was yeah. Winter the, the weather was going to be their equalizer, mm-hmm. and then all they had to do was let them get so deep, and then cut them off in the hat, in right. the middle. But eh, I don't know, man. I, it's it's and you, you gotta, can't. I can't be chicken little. No, and I almost no. was, dude. Right. For like about two days, I was like, oh, I mean, shit. there's still things that's going on that like gets me a little unrattled. I mean, it does, but you know. Even, and I know you've been hearing a lot here lately too about uh, this new, not new, but it's this, uh, what is it called? Fed now? No, no, no. It's, because uh, that scares the your shit credit, out of me. Your credit score. They they do it on a, um, what do they call it? Man, I had this. The FICA? No, they're, they're, it's what they do in China. So, oh, so basically, yeah, your yeah, yeah. so yeah, basically, yeah. your cash is no longer king. They, they look at your credit score by how you are, how you act in society. So, if you speak out against the government, if you always make waves about the government, or you seem rebellious, or or, or stand up for something that's that it's not an equality or whatever, that 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 lowers your credit score. I can tell you, and this. then when your credit score gets low to a certain point, you can't fly anywhere. Can't go anywhere. Can't punch a ticket for a train or a bus. Can't buy a car. Can't buy groceries. They weed you the fuck out. And that's why they're moving to digital, and that's why they wanted to ban... digital currency. And did you see the thing in Seattle? They're supposed to be uh, total electric vehicles by 2036. The charging stations don't work because the crackheads are stripping the copper out of them. Yeah. 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 You can't... But they don't put them in jail. No. They're not going to arrest them. And the thing is, if you move to electric, we can cut the electricity off. We can't cut the gas... That's right. Well, you can. I mean, you can bomb the pipeline. Right. But, I mean, you, you see what I'm oh, saying. Oh, well, that's never going to happen. But anyway, no, I mean, it's a shit show, man. And and the thing is, we've played into it this episode by fear-mongering. But, at, again, I guess the thing I want to leave people with is just go talk to your neighbor, man. Talk to somebody. Give them three minutes. Yeah. They're either still an asshole and you hate them or you've got a different perspective. Right. Hey, coming up, what we want to try to do, uh, we had uh, Jeannie Williams in. She was talking about some home remedies and things like that. You came up with a list. You gave me a list of some things that's going to be. Uh, FDA's looking to ban. So, and we're talking about ginseng, we're talking about ginger, we're talking about turmeric. Those are the things that they're looking at. It's a gigantic list. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to shoot her a message and we're going to send her that list. Uh, and we want to try to get the benefits of these things that's on this list and try to put the pieces of the puzzle together on why the government FDA would try to outlaw or ban these, use them as illegal substances. And the thing is like, I've, I don't know. I've not done it on our podcast, but you know, I've been trying to get off the anxiety medicines using herbal remedies and stuff like that. And it's hard, man, because you take one thing and it works, but then you have, Oh, a side effect of that may be constipation. You can't right. shit for three days. And I'm like, well, I'd rather be anxious, to be honest with you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's it, there's a fine line of everything, and I would love to pick her brain. I was not here for the first episode. But, um, yeah, man, all of that stuff. And it's just – and I know people have probably seen those 
social media ads. Get the book for $37 in digital and print. Well, I want to ask her, is it worth it? Yeah. Now it was funny. There's one, uh, there's one Instagram page that has a lot of stuff on there. I think I sent it to you, told you to follow it. And I sent it to her as well. And I said, what do you think about this? I said, is it legit or is it shit? She said, well, some of it's legit. And that's a the whole thing. lot of it shit. is shit. You yeah. got to weed through this stuff. Yeah. And the thing is like, and she will probably tell us what works for me might not work for you. Right. You might have, your body may not accept it the same way. So you, you, you're just, you're playing that little minute, turning the dial just a little bit here and trying to get the end. No, you motherfucker, turn it back. I got to get my sports. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Hey, uh, Arlo, keep fighting a good fight, man. Trying to, we, brother. We're going to get there eventually, yep. sooner or later. Right now, it seems a lot like later. It's but, way uh, out there. The light is real tiny out there on the horizon. <laughs> I still tread water though. Some asshole out there with a flashlight. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Later. All right, later.